0: I'd like to study a pasuk with the chevrut. Different years, I, different times of our life, we tend to study the Torah with different svarim, and different rebbeim become. We tap into different rebbeim, and there was a tkufah in my life that the sefer Shari Aaron. It's a beautiful sefer on Chumash. He, he explains a lot, Chumash, Rashi, Onklus, a lot of the classic Pirushim. It's a Likud Sefer. He's a Sefer that tends to bring from different sources. I liked it a lot for the way he clarified many Rashis, the way he lines up the shita HaRashaynim in different matters. Very, I, I appreciated the Sefer a lot. And there was a period that that was the Sefer I was like studying often on the Parsha. Something struck me, he, he explains a lot of words in the Torah, and he gives different, he brings you through a lot of the Chazal, he touches the Chazal and the main Pshatim and the Rishonim on words. I wanted, something struck me that I want to share with you about the Torah in general. I'm gonna read a Pasuk and bring it out from a Pasuk. Somehow studying the Sefer Shari Aaron, who brings you the Chazal on every single word. This thought occurred to me, I wanna share it with you. So let's go through a Pasuk. I'm, I'm gonna pick this Pasuk Lamed Beis. You could do this on Kemat any, not Kemat, you could do this on every Pasuk in the story of the Avais. But I'm gonna do it on Pasuk Lamed Beis. Eliezer, it's last week's Parashas Chayisara. Tuesday, the rule is, it's a Gemara and Gittin. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Yom Rishon, Yom and Shlishi are considered Achrei Shabbos are considered Achrei Shabbos are considered last week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or the next week, if I need justification to stay on Parashas Chayisara. But it says, Vayova Eliezer comes to the house of Bisuel. V'yiftach Chagamalim. And he opens up the gemalim. It's a is what the word, vaivtach I'm going to translate the pshat that many rishonim learn Rashi brings, that he took the muzzles mm-hmm. off the gemalim. Avramavinu, Avram Avinu had gemalim. Eliezer brought camels with him to find the shidduch Va. And he opened up the muzzles from the Gemalim. And the Torah writes, gemalim, this seemingly mundane task. Eliezer comes to the house of Besuel. He's on a mission for Hashem. And he opens up the Gemalim. He takes off, they're all muzzled. He takes off the muzzle. Now, the Torah always records what's it's not a history book. You don't find the Torah, it only records what's eternally relevant. The Torah is not written. It doesn't say, and Eliezer was sweating on that hot day as they traveled. It's not how it's written. It doesn't tell us a story. It records the wo- what, what's relevant. Everybody studies these words. It's not what was, it's what is. It records everything that's still true. That's a fact that's part of the world. Vayiftach ha is a fact. And what is that Vayiftach ha that the Torah records? Eliezer opens up the muzzle. There's a line of Reb Miller. Reb Miller describes, it's saying something much deeper, the simple way like of, of us contemplating this. Reb Miller says, whenever the tyrant tells us like an act, the great one did, it says Sarah Imenu was in the tent. It's not telling us she one time was in the tent. It's telling us that Saru was somebody who was a tzanoah. Hinei B'ayel is, it gives you a picture of one time to tell you who she was. Now, deeper yet, it's telling you about what a Sarah is. A Sarah is somebody, Hinei B'ayel. It's actually telling you what our mother, the aim of Claudius, yes, well, what an ima is, Hinei B'ayel. And that's how the Torah talks and teaches us. And it says, Eliezer, this <laughs> student of Avramavinu Avinu comes, Vayifta Chagimalim. He takes the muzzle off the camel. And what the Tyre is telling us about Eliezer is that Eliezer was extremely careful not to touch a penny of somebody else's. It's, it's, the animal is muzzled because they're worried the animals, while he's walking the camels, the camels are, are, could just eat in somebody's grass. And Avram Avinu and his Talmidim were tremendously careful on Gezel. So the Torah saying, he opened the muzzle, says to us that the muzzle was always closed, it was muzzled, to the point when he came to a house, now he is So we learn about the Derek of Avram Avinu's Talmidim, Eliezer, that he was very, very careful that the, that the camels were muzzled. We always speak about the Asayi of Avramavinu, Avinu, Avram Avinu's kindness, To give to other people is also to make sure not to touch the property of other people. And if you want to know in Avram Avinu's house and the Talmidim's deruch of Avram, they were tremendously Zahir on Gneva, not touching a dollar of somebody else's. That was the practice of Avram Avinu's Talmidim. Light who was sent out of Avram Avinu's yeshiva, light who was dismissed, who wasn't allowed to be in Avraham Avinu's yeshiva was because he didn't refuse to accept this practice. His camels were loosely grazing in other people's fields, and Avraham Avinu said, you can't be under those conditions. There was a price to be around Avraham Avinu. The kindness of Avram is the Asayi Ta'iv, the may Meirah around Avram Avinu, the people around Avram. And the environment of Avram was extremely careful not to touch the possessions of other people. Another person's possession, extremely careful of another people's possession. It's interesting, There's, there's a game that's sometimes played in the world, there's a game called poker. I despise the game. In a deep, deep way, I despise that game. I despise it profoundly because it's the opposite of the world of Avram. Avram is a world of kindness, and Avram is a world of what can I do to give to another person. L'inivra adam al a responsibility, a desire to help and give, an expansiveness to care about the next person. And the game of poker is profoundly a taker's game. Why did I touch $10 in his pocket? What did I give him? It's two people each eyeing $10 in somebody else's pocket. Around Avram Avinu, the tremendous care not to touch what's his. Not to touch what's another person's. What's his belongs to him. The only way I ever take from another person is if I give something back in return. In the, around Avram Avinu there was a tremendous hakbada. what's his belongs to him. What's his belongs to him. I don't touch it. Reb writes, people think business is like a football game. It's me against you, who's going to win? There are people who have a mentality of business. It's like so crumb, they don't understand business. They think the way you support your family is you try to win some money. Like a gambling, if I get the ten, do I win or you win? That's no sheiches to business. That's a warped mind. It's Reb Dessler describes in his said that the Vart of business is is that I want to give to people and I'm allowed to get for it also. So I, pro- I provide a good share or any good service. If you need an accountant, you need a lawyer, you provide a good service, an excellent service. And when you provide that service, so then you get paid for it. That and only that is business. How, in what way can I give to the world? We all have our manners that we can give to the world. In what way can I give to the world? We all have a unique place and station to give, to assist, to help out. And from that place, my, and each of us find within ourselves the place that we can give to the world. And at my station, I do it with sincerity, with authenticity, and from there I give. And I get paid for it tremendously. I make good chairs for people, that's tremendous. We all need to sit. We're all sitting on a chair that somebody made. Business is to give people an excellent product and they pay you for it. That and only that is business. One day you own something, it's not like to give a guy a house and wink, wink, who's left holding nothing, chas Provide a wonderful service. Any job anybody here has in your life, Ask if this is the service you want to bring to humanity. If you like the service and you're good at it, do an excellent job providing and get paid for the service you're giving. Make sure any job, anybody here, you feel you're providing a good service, outstanding service, and then get paid handsomely for the outstanding service you provide. In Avraham Avinu's environment was an environment of giving to others, of course, it was Rachuk from Gezel. They were tremendously zahir from not touching other people's things, and as such, the picture of Avram Avinu's people surrounding him. I'm very visual learner. The picture of the surrounding people of Avram is muzzled camels. It's a wonderful picture, and it says here, and the Torah wants us to know: Eliezer comes to Beis Spisul, va'yiftachagmalim, he unmuzzles the camel. What that says to us, unmuzzled, oh, he, oh his, his animals were muzzled. He was extremely careful with somebody else's possessions. That's what it says about Avram Avinu. Somebody else's possessions, he was very, very careful. The Rambam brings very few examples of a the Reacha Kamecha, very brief on his examples of loving another person. And one thing the Rambam says is to be very careful with somebody else's money. Somebody else's thing. I'm very, very careful with somebody else's money. That's like, I'm just, it's his money. I'm very careful. My picture of the muzzled, of the muzzled camel in us, if you ever rent a car... I drive, I'm a pretty slow driver. If I ever rent a car, I drive much slower, because not my car. Because not my car. If you think of the mentality, this is distant from Talmidim of Avram. People drive or rent a car and they do things they would never do to their car. You know, uh, there's some new drivers here. When you drive a car, you never... You, when you switch, you stop completely. When you go from park to reverse, revert to park, complete stop. You hurt the transmission if you quickly shift gears without coming to a complete stop. You hurt the transmission a lot. You come to a full stop, then you put in reverse. A non talmud of Avram Avinu on a rent-a-car is less careful than his own car. That's not a student of Avram. A student of Avram, and understand it and get in your bones... When the Torah is madgish, a student of Avram has muzzled cows, has muzzled gemalim, it's saying something to us. Don't be a super literal guy, understand it. It's saying they have a tremendous zehirus on Mamun of acherim. He's building a world of caring about other people. A world where a person cares about another person, there's I say toivs and the sur meir's. Such a world, they're careful about Maman That's how such a world looks around Avramavinu. Avinu. He's building a whole culture, if you will. He's building a society, and there are rules to the society. The world of Avram is people who have muzzled camels. Va'yifta HaGemalim, he opens the gamel, it was muzzled before. That's the visual of a world of Avramavinu. Avinu. People who are careful with others' money. In a world where are not careful with others' money, then you can't have the ase'i of caring and doing for the others, is contradicted. It takes a sore meira, ase'i The sore meira is muzzled camels around Avram Avinu. In our world, it would mean if you rent a car that you're much more careful. Your own car, maybe you'll drive six, 70. It's a rent-a-car. It might not go over 65. It's not my car. If I borrow car, it's not my car. My own car, okay, it's my own. This is not mine. Mum and Things go up. Mum and Other people's money, so I have to be more zahir. It's not mine. And that's the world of Avram Avinu The incredible world surrounding Avram is people who have muzzled camels. They're worried. Shem, it's not even their fault. The camel takes a little, leans over and eats in somebody else's grass. But it, things in their responsibility, their camels are muzzled. They don't touch the thing of others. Then we continue on in the Pasuk. We're going to assume it's him again, but, but we'll learn like the him that it means Eliezer gave Tevinu by Lagmalim. And it's a Shiloh. Who opened the... It's a Shiloh who opened... Who did this? By Somebody gave Tevin or Misbala la Gemalim. It's a Shiloh who it was. But they fed the Gemalim. It's a Shiloh if Eliezer fed his own Gemalim off the house of Basuel, Fed the Gemalim. But they fed his camels raglash or But it says, first they fed the animals. In the next pasuk, it says, they gave Eliezer to eat. So the psukhim amivur, they fed Eliezer's animals, then they fed Eliezer. This is the Gemara in Gitun. It's a Gemara bracha stafmem. It's a Gemara Giton as well. That the alocha is. That you're to feed your animal before a person sits down to eat. He's Mihoyev to feed his animal. It's learned from Sokim in Krishma. It's learned from Sokim in Krishma. In Kriyashma we say, the psokim in Kriyashma describe Hashem says that if you, if you do the will of Hashem, bin asati, of ofha, Hashem says there'll be good rains different types of rains. You'll have a lot of food. I'll put grass in the fields for your animals. And you will eat and you will be satisfied. So it first says your animals are going to have food. Then it says you'll have food. Says the Gemara Staf Mem, A person's m'choiv to feed his animals before he eats. It's a Gemara mm-hmm. Daf Mem in brachis, a Gemara in getting our that a person before they, if they have a dog, before they eat, they have to feed their dog first. That's the halacha based that, on that P'suk Mikriyashma. Me like that's that's interesting. That's very, you heard that? That's very interesting. Yehuda says maybe it's only if the animals are of service to you. It's a very good question if you have a hamster. I, I cleared this Yehuda. If you have a hamster, I used to have a hamster, I had a rabbit. Yehuda says this halacha that you have to feed the animals first before you eat, is only if the, a service type of animal. Another type of animal, there's no such thing. I'm very I'm gonna look that up. Fascinating, Yehuda. Did anybody else hear that before? I'm fascinated. That could be true. It's interesting. It's, so here, a gummel certainly was a service. Even If Yehud is right, he might be right. It's a good shayla. Here, Eliezer arranged whether he was the one who did it or based the soil, but his animal was fed before him in keeping with the halacha that a person's chayiv to feed their animals before they eat. That's the halacha. If you're bothered by earlier, Rivka Imenu offers Eliezer to drink before the animals. That's a mm-hmm. very good kasha. Darachayim HaKadosh asks your kasha. That how did Rivka feed the animal before him? Archayim says he was walking in the desert. And, and, and Eliezer was thirsty Parched, of course, first drink a little, unparch your lips, then give the animal, then finish the rest. He's medayik in the psukim. By the animals, it says they drank Adam Kilulishdays. They drank their whole fullness. Eliezer got a little drink just to just to push it, not you know, not get rid of the tsar of he's walking in the desert. Then they fed the animals the rule is before somebody sits down to eat, to feed your animals first. So here it says Eliezer's gemalim were fed first. Then afterwards, of course, they gave Eliezer to eat. That's a great question. That's a great question. Johnny asked if you have guests and you have your animal, should you feed the guests? That's a very good question. Someone at Taina, there was Shainim who by Rifki Main, who fed Eliezer first, that Eliezer really. Avad has to feed his animal before him, but Rivki Menu should feed him first, the Rishayinim who say that. That's a very good Shaila, Johnny, which one you do. The Pashto says the animals are first. Before a person has his Suda, the animals first. All the Rishayinim who don't answer that, but Eliezer clearly held even feeding somebody else, the animals are first. Here it does look that way, because they're feeding Eliezer, and yet they fed the, him the animals first. First the animals, and then you take care of the people, Sam Lufan of Lechel. So we just learned the pasuk lamed vayz. In the pasuk, we saw different halachas. If you literally, we can continue on. If you use certain svarim, you'll notice this. The this specific sefer. If you want to see Shari Aaron, on every word of his, every word of his journey, every action, we learn halachas. Dinim are Nageya, each action, and certainly it speaks to us about the Torah. It speaks to us about the Torah and each, the importance of every sentence in the Torah, every word. If you ever just are reading Torah and not seeing things, look at the Shari Yaren or a number of other Svarim, and you'll see how much it speaks about the amazingness of Torah, that in every single word there's something to learn. The Torah is, of course, important, and the Torah is true like that, that there are and dinim and anhagas to learn from every word. But there's something else I want to share that you that, that that I believe is you could see here, in the activities of people, that are that are that are following here. Eliezer is following the shlichus of Avram, in the act and in each activity we learn Hanhagais and Halachais, In a person following the Ratzon Hashem, each activity is important. The fact that we're learning dinim and seeing practical lessons in all the activities of Eliezer is the lesson of a person who's living al pi Hashem, A person who's following the mission. Even in the people who respond to Eliezer, some are in Eliezer's activity and all the activities surrounding Eliezer are tied and we learn halachis because each activity is important. The very activity is a din. The very activity is feeding an animal. That there's halacha there, and it's has, that there's the Torah guiding it. Says to me about the importance of the activities of one who's being a loyalist. Hashem, don't minimize any activity of a loyalist. Hashem, this I want I want to frame it like this. I want to tell you something interesting. Guys in yeshiva will say they're bored. A guy will say, I'm bored, and he needs activities in his day. He wants, he wants to have meaning. A guy starts going to write with sneaky shear. He goes to Raya with sneaky shear. So let's say he goes a half hour. That's how much he could sit. He goes for a half hour. I always, in my mind, I think, and this, is, and this is what I'm seeing from the Torah. Do you know because he went to a half hour of shear, probably about six, about many, many hours. Maybe you could, you could stretch this to the whole day, but his day just became important. His day became full of mitzvahs. I want to explain it. When that guy, before he goes to shear, he gets some breakfast. Now his breakfast, is he needs koyach. It's hard to sit and shear. And he needs kayak to sit and shear to go to rabbi with snicky shear. I'm not stretching or exaggerating a stitch. The guy's eating breakfast. I, you know how many guys in the dining room are there? He wakes up whatever time and he's eating breakfast before I was snicky shear. The breakfast is very holy. The halacha is he can learn from that breakfast. It's the breakfast before he goes. He can ask a guy. He says I'm running to shear and he's getting some food to sit and shear. He needs to focus. He can't go hungry. He's not going to listen to the rabbi's tire very well. So he needs to eat first, he needs to eat, so this way he can focus. His breakfast is Kaidash, is holy. His breakfast, a big breakfast, very, very important. He sits there 40, even an hour, he a little. He's getting ready for share. It's a very serious, godly breakfast. Then he goes to shear 40 minutes, he's wiped, a half hour. He listens, he spoke up, he argues, he walks out with something, he goes to lunch. His lunch is very holy. It's the lunch of a guy who just went to shear. He now goes to lunch, and he rests up. He works out in the afternoon Is a guy who has right with snicky shear. He, he works out, he's preparing. he gets a night's sleep. Six hours became godly from going to shear. In a real practical sense, he now is on a mission. He now is doing important things. The achana is important. The, post, the pregame is important. The postgame is important. The sleep is important. Each activity is part of this picture. That is the deeper picture of every Eved Hashem. Of every Eved Hashem, all the details of, of, the, of his life, all the activities that revolve around his life matter. It's easier to see on a guy who's building something. What I just explained is the true story of any person in their life. It's the true story of all the 24 hours. Somebody who's building his life around all the important things and puts each thing in their place, all the things are are kodesh. And when we read the Torah, and you're reading Eliezer's walking, coming, feeding the animals, it's all in the Torah, and we learn halachos, and it all is Torah. The fact that Vayivtach HaGmalim in the Torah, it's not just, we're here studying and learning a halach, it's Torah, Vayivtach HaGmalim, and it's Torah because Eliezer is following the Shlichos of Abraham Avinu, going to find an Isha for rifkei menu, all the activities that are involved in that are Torah. And all the activities are eternally important because they're involved in Eliezer doing a shlichus. It's, to, 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 it's a mitzvah to find a wife. He is the shliach to find a wife for Yitzchak Avinu. As such, all his activities are eternally important. So when we're sitting here studying how he opens the camels, learning from the Anhagas, it's all taira. You know why it's all tyra? Because he's on a shlichus to serve Hashem. He's on a shlichus to find a sherech for Yitzchak. This is a reality of people's lives when they're living with each thing in its place, in its spot, neatly designed. All the activities become holy. There's no mundane in such a life. There's no... Nothing's just, well, you just doing That breakfast, I love watching the breakfast of the guy who's going to ride with Snicky Shear. He didn't change a half hour when he's committed to Shear. His breakfast is a very serious breakfast. That's Tyra. Because you're eating a breakfast before Shear. A guy, guy he's he saying it. He's energized. All of a sudden, he has a holy breakfast—the breakfast of a guy who's eating breakfast before he goes to shear, the lunch of a guy who just finished shear and is now and now and now learning and now eating a lunch, the workout of a guy who went to shear in the morning. The. the the studying the Torah and hearing Halachos and Dinim and Anhagos in each activity, you're studying Torah and all the activities of Eliezer, what he's doing on the shlechos, They're all Kodesh. They're all important. They're all eternal. It almost is a sermon to all the, the, the Dinim and the details of all those tasks. They're important tasks. The behavior of somebody who knows this would be different. If a guy chaps this, that his breakfast is a big-time breakfast. It's a serious breakfast. There are people who study. I have seen Revar and David sitting by breakfast. Now, he happens to learn by breakfast. It's a picture. Revar and David stacks up some things of bread. It's a very simplistic breakfast. He has a couple of pink. Have anybody here ever seen it? A few things of bread. People happen to talk tired to him. They're halachas. You have to be careful not to talk while you're eating. I have seen guys. I have to work on this better. It's not such derecherts. I have eaten with bacham and I just want to get in time to talk. I have to be more careful. You're not supposed to talk and eat. Guys, I see guys sit with such derecherts and I'm fressing. I have to be better with that. I have to learn from the derecherts of the Hevra. But all sudden, that picture of Aaron David's breakfast, I always like. That's Torah. He's sitting down. He's eating a breakfast. Each, there's no mundane in such a life. There's no. A rav got up. A rav got up at my, my brother. My brother just married off. He had the last shavuot last two nights ago. He married off a son. So a rav got up who wasn't my brother works. My brother works. My brother learns. My brother works and learns. And a Rav got up in a city of a lot of people, a big masmidim, and he said he's the heir. he's the glory of the city. He said it about my brother publicly. He doesn't talk like this, the Rav. He said he's the glory of the city. That was his Russian. He said, I'm not looking how many hours you learn, how many hours you work. He said it strongly. It's a marsha. It happens to be a marsha. The marsha expresses what I'm expressing. The Masha says exactly what I'm saying, but he says it's not counted how many hours you learn this amount. He said that the tire is his kfeos. Now a guy can then go to work. Okay, this doesn't matter to me. It's not what it's saying. The work matters a lot. My brother fixes things and builds things. He has his station where he loyally serves Hashem. His work is in the right place, and the work is chashuv. The work counts and matters, and their halachos learned from the work. Their halachos about how to do the work. Each detail matters. In a tirah that's so brief. The way the Tyre records, and the Rishonim, the Chazal speak about this, the way the Tyre records the shlichos of Eliezer, you hear the story twice, because it says everything Eliezer did, and then it says Eliezer repeating over the story. It doesn't just say, etc., ditto. It repeats over everything Eliezer did, and the lesson of the one who's doing the shlichos of Avram, and the people that are doing the shlichos of Hashem, all the activities matter. All the activities are part of Kadesh. They're all part of something. They all count. I have this picture in yeshiva. It matters to me a lot. I, I like teaching the janitors about the yeshiva as much as I can. And I've instructed Srili Cater to tell every janitor. You can ask Srili, teach them about the yeshiva. I want the sweeping to be holy. Every activity that's in the context of a place designed for people to grow close to Hashem is kaddish. There is no chayil in a world of people growing close to Hashem. So, in the, the, the people sweeping the yeshiva, that's kaddish because you need you need a swept place. So they should know about. It. I want them to have as as much kavanah as they can as much kavana, And I ask, really wow. cater in a serious way, teach them. They should know about the yeshiva, what we're doing. Alan and I, I've spoken to many, many times to explain the yeshiva. We do have a lot of new workers. I can't say there's always time, but I've asked the people who are responsible to please share with them because there's no kodesh, there's no khil in the world that things are done for the, in the place they're supposed to be. That's kodesh. There's no choyl in the gym. There's no choyl in any activity that's connected to a world that's meant to, 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 to complete the shlichus of Hashem. There is no choyl in that context. And to hear the story of Eliezer and to see, to, it, it drives it home to see and as he's leading the camels. He's feeding the animals. Does it get more choil than that if we were there? It's like, this is like, he's feeding the animals and there are halachas that we're learning for eternity from that. Now it's true, there are dinim how to feed the animals, but the very activity of feeding the animals, you're studying Torah. There's Torah there too, because it's all Kadesh. It's in the context, in its right place, in its right time, and as such, each activity is holy and important. People who understand this in our own lives, it's easier to see on the 10th grader. It's true in your life and my life. When you understand it, you live different, you take it differently. A guy would literally be nervous of his own breakfast if he understood it. Now we have all different atzayetz, because we're always, a guy like me, I'm always running late, Always, and, and then we have inner voices that say, oh, you're late again. We forget each activity has, is, is very precious and important. A guy sitting down to lunch, that's a very serious activity in the context of what he's doing. It's the lunch before Second Seder. It's the lunch before Mencha. Each activity, when you study the Torah, this, this hits me. When I study the Torah and I hear about the greats of the Torah feeding their camels, then I learn a halacha from there. It's striking to me that it's all Tyra. I'm I'm reading about Eliezer like we get so from we forget what's happening yet. To me, I'm reading a Pasuk. Hello, you're studying Eliezer, feed his camel. That was Tyra. It's because of this I get very nervous from the word spirituality. I like spiritual people. There are people who, spiritual people, but I get nervous because in the mundane there's spirituality. There's service of Hashem, there's halachas, there's eternity, that's Torah. Eliezer's feeding his camel and I'm studying it. You and I are reading Eliezer. You picture the man, that strong man, chiseled Eliezer, picks up water, feeds the camel and you and I are studying that. And, and, and each word reading about that, the camel comes in and he opens the camel and I study it and learn about Avram's society and I'm changed and it's all part of Torah. The life of service, the physical activities of such a life are Torah and are eternal and matter and are Kodesh and are all part of this picture of Kaidish, the physical activities. When you see any person any person is working and has things in their place. He's working to support his family. The work is not, it's true, a person could say, we're cursed to work by Hashem. Why is there work? The mitzvah that we have is that every single man gets married and he supports his family. That's a world. And in the context of his life, his work is very precious. If a person understood this, the way he would treat the seriousness to his acts of working, I picture my brother banging the nails. There's such holiness there of his act, physical activities. There's tremendous holiness. There's Tyre all the activities and he knows it. And he knows it and takes it very seriously. He's Mekad Shemaim Shemayim in that place. And, there's, and from all the activities have value and preciousness. That's, that's, that, it's easiest, I could see it here when I study the activities of Eliezer, and I love witnessing in the 10th grade who starts going to shear. And you watch him get breakfast, and look, go around by breakfast, ask, him, what, what's, what are you doing? He'll tell you, I'm eating before I zone Shir. it's a different thing. His day changes, life change. things like took on, there's like meaning and purpose, to his eating, to, the, to, to untying the gemalim, to bending down and feeding the gemalim. We get so from and so used to tire mm. we forget what we're studying. You're studying Eliezer, a man, bending down and he's feeding his gemalim. That's also tire There are times, I'm going to give an example, but like just to bring out what I'm saying, one day you're all going to be be ahead of a mishpacha. Yom Kippur brings this out. You're going to go to shul Yom Kippur. My friend is here for this week. It's a schos. I do want to say this. It's a schos. I have a childhood friend. We were close friends, a classmate. And he's somebody who's a ben bentore. He's a Ben Torah. He's somebody I speak about. My brother, there's a person who's a Ben Torah in a sincere, authentic way. His commitment, I was actually to spend the Pesach together this past Pesach. And we rebounded. We were classmates and just a very, very precious person. Michal's in Yeshiva. My friend, Reb Dov Kunzler, in Yeshiva. I just want to describe there's, there's a person. A lot of people are off around Thanksgiving. People take off. Here's a person that has some off. He came to yeshiva to learn for a couple of days. It's off time. Came to his son's yeshiva to park and learn. I appreciate that a lot. I want to thank him for being here. It, Reb Dov will relate, and one day every guy here will relate. You'll go off to Shul Yom Kippur. And many, many years, I went off to Shul Yom Kippur, and my wife was home with a little child. And you're being home, I'm sitting in shul, the beautiful tunes and all that's going on in shul. And my wife's home with children. And certainly, I, before I was Rov, I made a big point. I would come home during Yom Kippur and take the children and send my wife to shul, because I thought it's important for her to be in shul as well. Her prayers are probably stronger than mine, I, every suspicion is such. And and the, I want her prayers too. So I would send her to shul and I would take the kids. Once I became a Rav, so then I can't do that. I'm, I'm, I'm paid for a job and I have to do the job. I can't just leave in middle. So I'm sitting at shul and my wife's with a kid. The kid's playing with blocks, playing with whatever they're playing. And I've told my wife many years, and I want her to hear this. And this is weird, like the word spirituality. I said to her, both of us by Musaf, the heart of Davening, we're going to read the Avedah. It's my favorite part of the whole Davening. Besides Ne'ilah, my favorite part of Musaf is the Avaidah of the Kohen Gadol. And we're going to read the Avaidah of the Kohen Gadol. And I asked her, Yom Kippur, we're both serving Hashem. And we're both thinking at the heart of our Shemayin is about the Kohen Gadol. I said, when you're changing a diaper, and I'm sitting in shul davening, who looked more like the kohen Gadla Yom Kippur? said, so the kohen Gadla Yom Kippur was sitting there mixing blood. He was mixing blood. It shouldn't be memaris. It shouldn't get congealed. And he's mixing the dam. He said, you changing a child and taking care, you're being physical. You look more like the kohen Gadla Yom Kippur than me swaying in shul understand that in the physical, in the physical activities, there's loyalty and service of Hashem. There's tremendous service of Hashem in the physical activities. It's true, it's a physical activity, you're taking care of the child. The Kohen Gadlanyam Kippur, tremendous machshavis, of course, he was involved much of the day shechting an animal, blood spritzed out, mixing the dam, I, told, I, I try to tell my wife in the physical activities, you the Kohen Gadol, visualize you, the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. And you're doing actions, activities with loyalty to Hashem, raising children, what for? So they could serve Hashem weiter, right giving to children, taking care of Hashem's children. Your activities, your physical activities are very, very holy. I dare say they more mirror the Kohen Gadol than me, Wehing and Shul. You're more like the Kohen Gadol. So this point of, of, the, of the importance and seriousness of all our activities, it's interesting. You want people, when they work, to be honest at work. Mm-hmm. And you could give a guy Musser, be honest at work. I think if a guy understood what work is, he'd end up being more honest. I'm not saying make it holy by being honest. You can keep a halacha. When I was younger, I looked at it that way. At works a chance, don't cheat, and then you insert kaidish. It's not the truth. The guy who knows that he's at breakfast, that's a holy breakfast, will make more brachas better. The making the bracha is not what makes it holy. What makes it holy is you're eating a breakfast before you go to ride with snicky shear. That's holy by its nature. Of course, a guy who's doing an activity that's very important, of course, is more careful with the activity because he values. What makes my brother's work holy, what makes Rav work holy is because they're, they're sincere servants of Hashem. Things are in their right place. That by its nature is holy. Eliezer, I don't need that he keeps the halacha to make it terah. Because it's terah, I learn halacha. It's holy because it's the context of somebody who's doing shlichus of Avraham our activities are holy by way of somebody who's a loyalist to Hashem doing the things that they're supposed to do. That's why it's holy. When you know that, of course you're more careful. And of course, the rich get richer. The holiness becomes, the holiness is done, reflects. Rev. Aaron David learns by breakfast. It's not the learning that makes his breakfast holy. His breakfast is holy because it's holy. And of course, a holy breakfast, he learns at breakfast, it would follow that he learns at breakfast. It would follow that you make the right brachas. Of course, if you're doing a precious activity, the precious activity is valued and appreciated and done in the way that reflects that you know what this activity is. I think a guy would be more honest at work if he knew how precious his work is if he knew that the work of somebody who's, who has a seder, who has a family, who's serving Hashem, and this is one of the things in context of a servant of Hashem, that person, his honesty is not what makes his work holy. His work's holy, so he's honest, the work's precious, he's very careful. And he, the guy's careful with his esrog. His care with his esrog is not what makes the mitzvah of esrog holy. The Esther's holy, say make sure to hit their mitzvah to do a beautiful Esther. Something that's important, of course, you have a beautiful Esrug. The guy, it's a much, I want you one day to be honest at work and to be like Avram Avinu, who's gemalim by yiftach ha Gemalim, they're so careful. The very fact that work is Hashiv would make you more careful. You have an Esrich, you don't want a, a, a bad Esther. <laughs> The esek is precious. You recognize this activity is important. And as such, you have a pure and clean and good esek. Your whole relationship to this activity is is impressive. The guy sitting in Shear has a certain relationship to She'er because he knows this is serious. This counts. We're sitting here now. Guys are very quiet, well-behaved, because as a sense we're learning Hashem's Torah. We're studying Chumash. And we're studying things that are relevant to our life. This is serious. I ask guys, take off your coats. This is serious. The guy would hop on his breakfast, this is serious. Of course this is serious, because this is in context of the day of the life of a servant of Hashem. His breakfast is very serious. All the activities contained, mimele, he would have a certain, he wants his breakfast to be a certain, because it's a serious activity. It matters. Mimela his brachas will be stronger. Mimela the guy, so it's not, the fact that he doesn't cheat, certainly the fact that you're observing mitzvahs at work is big. The very work is precious and a guy who has precious work, he doesn't want to taint, much like I don't want to taint my shaking of the esser with impurities, I want it to be beautiful, I don't want to taint my work with geneva. It's an activity of a servant of Hashem. Eliezer travels and has his gemalim fully muzzled. It's a holy activity. So then the picture is a tremendous zehirist during this activity because the activity matters. And we're studying here this like mundane journey of Eliezer. He's going, he's opening the he r- arrives in the house tired, and I'm like studying this is his Torah. Of course it's Torah, Because Ramavinu. Of course it starts. Hashem. I'm, I'm doing a mission. I'm on my way to something. Of course it's Kaidash. I'm very moved when I see this with youngsters in Yeshiva. I'm not moved about him. I need to see something unusual. And I'm moved about me and you. When I watch a guy in 10th grade, the breakfast of the 10th grader is like phenomenal. You see a change. You like get a picture of his day. The football the basketball game at night of the 10th grader is different. He's in. He has a whole day built around something. If you ask him, he's a right with guy. He's talking. He's engaged. He has, and he's built. It, he's built something around it. I, I, I need. A, I need a sleep. His sleep is precious. Of that. That's what I see in studying the Torah. I see in all the halachas that emerge from Eliezer's journey and all the other travels of the greats. All the, it's even other people's activities to them. Somebody asked me. We learned the bracha and Raifarkas I spoke to this morning the bracha that we make to a chasna kal. We learned from Rishon, and it very much interests me that the activities of the Rishon we have halachas. Even the Magen Avram it says they placed in front of Eliezer food, and I learned halachas about that you, you should feed guests. Don't ask, are you hungry? When you have guests, we learn because they didn't ask Eliezer, are you hungry? Now this is Besu'al, it's the Harasha. And I learned Chesed from B'Sul. So I want to say to that that the Tzaddik makes even the tzaddik makes every activity relevant even the ones who deal with the Tzaddik. There's a line of Chazal <laughs> The whole world was created for the involvement of this guy. All of us learn the Chazal that the rocks fought to be under Yaakov Avinu's head. What Chazal are saying to us is the tzaddik lies on an inanimate item. It makes that inanimate item eternal. Now he's Negeah for eternity. The tzaddik lied his head on it. The Risham who dealt with the tzaddikim, it's Tyre also, because they were dealing with the person, who was Isaac and the Shlichos. Everything becomes relevant you know, it says Avramavin who walked over Eretz Yisrael and was kind Eretz Yisrael. The tzaddik goes to a bank. The bank just became eternal because the bank teller didn't transition with the tzaddik who's going to with Ravasnik Ishir. The bank teller is eternal now because he's involved in a world of service of Hashem, of eternity. The bank teller is eternal. The fact that we study and learn Allah is from the rishonim, dealing with the tzaddikim because they're dealing with with the service of Hashem. That's eternal too. Everything becomes in their footsteps. You know, there are people who do all sorts of things when they go places. There are people when they go places, destroy and people build. The tzaddik is an eternity machine. He's spraying eternity. He walks into a supermarket and the teller, the, the, the cashier becomes eternal because the cashier is now dealing with the tzaddik who's on his way to The cashier is involved in eternity. Of course, he, he's an eternity machine. The whole world was created for the involvement. And as such, we study halachas, and forever we're keeping halachas of B'suah. What he said to Rivka Imenu, the bracha. This Russia gave a bracha to Rivka Torah. and forever at Chasnas we say in Atayil V'yirash Shar Oyevav. We say it to the Kalu. You know why? Because Yena Russia said it to the Kalu. Yena Russia had an asyris to say a bracha. He calls out to a sister he probably liked her. He called out to his sister a sister Bracha and forever we're making that Bracha. You know what that says to me? What? There was a Tzaddikus and so the rush touched the the rush as is Cyrus so to say a Bracha so he got eternity so in, in that he got eternity also. The Tzaddik is an eternity machine. And forever in the tzaddiks Maisa, the Russia who who like said something nice to his sister, he had a Cyrus. He liked his sister. That's what the Russia. Do you know we make that bracha forever? We say that the Russia said. Why are we saying what the Russia said? He's the Harasha. Because what do you mean? He Eliezer was doing the shlichus of Avraham Avinu, was finding a she'er and the brother of this rush, the brother of this who was a Russia, got excited and said a bracha to his sister. That's eternity. That's what the tzaddik does. Eliezer is involved in shlichus of Hashem. So then the Russia in that picture says a bracha. So boom, it becomes eternity. It's no different than the than the teller. In Olam Abba, you're going to see people, you're going to see tellers, bank tellers. You're going to see people that work at registers of shop rights and places. Of course, it's obvious. You know why? Because some tzaddik on the way to ride with Snicky Shear went there and got a coffee, got an iced coffee. So, beside you, you're an eternity machine. Now, somebody was there. So, that's part of the mice of eternity. We learn halachas from that too. That's all that's what happens that's what we that's what becomes of sincerity of authentic service is an eternity machine and each thing that's involved of course that's why nivra el litzab the whole world was created for the involvement of one who's serving hashem and by the way the, the I'm not even that person who's at ShopRite could be somebody who's serving Hashem and doing their role. And by the way, they'll become somebody who bought a cider from them and bought it to do Is also The shopkeeper also could be an eternity machine. It's not, nobody has a monopoly on being an eternity machine. If that person serving Hashem in context is a tzaddik at ShopRite, so then somebody buys from them. You're also part of Torah. That's, you're an eternity machine, the servant of Hashem. That's what you are. And Eliezer following the Shlichus of Avram, and all of a sudden I learn halaches from how they feed Eliezer. They're Risham, of course, it's true they're Risham, but they're serving at Tzadik, and it's Tyre, and we learn halaches from them. We learn halaches, Hilchus Derech Eretz, from there. All the activities surrounding the service of Hashem, so it each place they are becomes important, becomes serious. If the person serving in Eliezer doesn't hap this, that it's very serious. Joro Ro this in a deep way. He was the cook last year. He happed, He's serving the chevra, so he was he took it very seriously. I want the janitor to chapt. You're sweeping the floor of guys who are becoming friends. It's very serious. I once watch. I was once watching in yeshiva. I was watching people. It was a big snowstorm. And somebody when we when we when the yeshiva was in Waterbury and somebody was working hard taking off the snow off the parking spots, and at the time I wondered if they had kavana, if they had kavana l'shem shemaim. That's what I wondered at the time. Did they have kavana l'shem shemaim? And I thought if they just have a little kavana, they got oil on my They're doing chesed crazy. They're cleaning the snow so people can spot. So I was wondering if they had kavana. There's a miser. of Elulah walked into Kfar Chassidim, interrupted for a Seder, which was very uncharacteristic. He clopped and stopped for a Seder. He met two people building roads. He felt one guy had kavana. He asked them to explain what they were doing. And one guy said, I build roads to help people travel. And one guy cursed him out and he said, look, here are two people killing themselves, one's acquiring oil and they're building roads so people can travel, the guy's mamish eternity, and one guy cursed me out he doesn't have the right come on." he said just have the right come on. That's Lapian interrupted first aid in Kfar true story what I think today so then I thought, when the guy was like doing the, the, the snow cleaning the shnei away from the parks so then I thought, does he have kavanan? Today I wonder, does he take it seriously enough? The guy should dress up, he should wear a tuxedo. Do you have that you're you're taking snow away from a place that people are, the seriousness, I'm not talking about Does he have the importance of his activity? You're wild. The guy who's doing the road is not stam, you're doing a mitzvah you're doing people are traveling, people are going to work, people the Ever Hashem is going somewhere, you're involved. He would take it so seriously, there would be a sincerity. He would be humming such a cool tune if he ha if he chop what's happening, he'd be humming the best tune in the world, Johnny. You know what I mean? And it's shaykh. It's shaykh to, to hum that tune. The guy who's doing the road would be full of such a chaos to understand. I'm making the road. I'm, I'm involved in this vart. He would do it with such a chaos. We're here studying about the people serving Eliezer. The question of their lives is do they have are they are they happy that, that that it's Tyra, that them serving Eliezer is Torah Are they happening? And that's the question of our lives. To be there and to happen. To be there and to appreciate it. That all the activities surrounding, all the activities surrounding loyalty of Qadish are, are very, very holy and should reflect as such a sincerity and a seriousness with all the activities. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people, I, I, I appreciate a lot, Rev. Ezi is such a yid, there are people like who, who, big day Shabbos, we show honor to the Shabbos. There are people, Rosh wear we are a special garment, they show honor to Rosh Chodesh. I appreciate that a lot. If we would reflect on all different activities, a guy would dress up for lunch. And again, I'm not saying he should wear those big day Shabbos. There are reasons. What he wants to say is Shabbos and designate Shabbos. they clothing only for Shabbos. They're clothing only for Rosh Chodesh. There would be clothing, that passion would be clothing for the activities if we like, if we had it, his us on this. I, I hope that we could, I could be them to give a seriousness to all the different activities of somebody in the life of service of Hashem, that all the activities... I think you could see it from a tenth grader. It drives it home deeply to me. It becomes like meaningful those activities. I think you could see it studying the parashas of the Torah. Yes Let's get the second set. <laughs>